0: Michelle.
1: Hi, I'm Hannah.
0: And, and we are The Quiet So, episode seven, self-love,
1: self-love and care. self-care.
0: This week, we are going to talk to you about all things self-love and self-care, whether they mean the same thing to you or whether they mean different things, and give you some top tips on where to start, what it looks like, the benefits of it, and how you can in- embed this into your daily practices. So grab
1: a cup of tea, sit down and relax, and we hope you enjoy. Let's, Let's do, do this. this!
0: So, self-love, self-care. I'm really, really excited to share and talk about this topic with you today, actually. It's... um it's probably where I started, or one of the practices I started with, alongside gratitude. So the first question I have for you, Hannah, is what does it look like to you, and do you see them as the same? Do you see them as different?
1: Um, self love and self care, I see as different things. Um, for me, self care is you know taking a nice bath, putting on face mask, taking some time for yourself in the day to just make yourself feel a bit better so for me i feel like that's what self-care is but for me self-love is holding yourself with appreciation um oh i can't softly holding yourself in a soft space you know the the, the inner voice you know being kind to yourself when you look in the mirror having that you know looking at your flaws and learning to to love them to to Mm -hmm. love everything about yourself yeah and so for me that's what self-love is compared to self-care what about you yeah i see them i agree with you
0: I think the context or I actually think the meaning of them is exactly the same. I think the practices within them can be the same, but I think they can look different. So I think they're one of the same thing, only in the from the sense that I don't think you can do one without the other. Yeah, I think if you um, I think we all have to work on, and it's something that I used to feel really guilty for doing was making time for myself. I remember, in fact, I'd got to a point after having Charlotte, where I didn't even know where to start. I didn't even, I was really numb to anything feeling wise, anything emotional. I think I threw myself into being a mum a lot, you know, quite heavily, to the point where, you know, being a mum consumed my entire existence yeah no I completely agree with that and I didn't leave anything for me and so I got to a point where I felt nothing so when I looked at doing self-love I think I mentioned this before I was looking for like a book on where do I start Um, and the only thing I don't agree with and you know you might disagree with me on this I started by saying okay I'm going to do a list of my chores and then i'm going to treat myself with a reward and i absolutely don't agree with that for the very reason that i don't think it's something that you have to reward yourself with for for doing something i think that your daily existence your daily practices should embody
1: self love and self care by default yeah no i completely you know? i completely agree like i was the same um you know i wouldn't even like go and have a bath while like Evelyn was awake. I would, you know, be like, oh, I've got, I've, I can't do that while mm. she's awake. Like how in the world could I possibly have a bath while she's awake and leave her with, you know, her own dad? Like, yeah. oh my gosh, awful. <laughs> um, but, you know, now I try to, because I do think it's nice for me to be able to say like, I'm going for a bath. And you should, yeah. And But I think it's nice for... You know them to be with their dad and have that time with their dad mm. on their own. Um, you know, yes, I do still get that pang of, oh you know, listen to them laughing downstairs and I'm up here out the way. But I think that's more of a, not a guilt. I think that's more of a, am I am I missing out on something or? Mm. You, so I think that's more, work that maybe I need to do on myself. But, you know, it's it's definitely got better. I'm definitely a lot more easier saying like I'm going for a bath now I, I, you know
0: yeah and I think you should I think self-care is is definitely something and self-love is something we should all practice I think if we all gave more love generally and experienced it I think the world would be more loving I think the problem is is we've become so detached from our inner beings and our, our true selves that we don't even know what self-love means and and this is what I think I I don't think it's 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 an external thing that you then learn to do I think self-love self-care should be embodied in everyday practices as a blended part of your life you know so what do you think the benefits are oh wow where do we even start with that so I think physically the benefits are huge you know I when I started practicing different forms of self-love and self-care I physically felt better I felt healthier yeah yeah. um I actually felt sexier as well even though I was just doing things like I don't know speaking kindly and appreciating myself and not beating myself up when i had done something wrong
1: yeah
0: um, it made me feel more attractive to myself
1: yeah no so I, I, I completely agree um, I think that that is a, a very a very big one I think the more mm. that you can look at yourself I mean as said previously when we did the, the self-love one with Flo oh,
0: one of amazing. my
1: it was a really really good one but one of my things that I you know I, it's not always hated about myself but always since I had Evelyn is my c-section scar i've never been able to like look at it or it's just something that i'm just like oh no but now since practicing self-love and taking the time to actually say to myself like do you know what look up look at what you've done yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. that. That's how I birthed both my children, and mm. I do see it as birthing them. I'm, I'm, you know, I, it's absolutely giving birth, whether it's yeah, yeah, the way that it, you know, it should happen, the the normal way as people say, or whether yeah, yeah, so they come really. through the sunroof roof like mine did. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I I now see that as like I I love it, I love it. Yeah, I, I you know. That's what gave me my kids. And I feel Appreciate like that's you. my, I don't know, it's kind of like my superhero mark. Like I, I feel yeah. like that makes me a superhero. And I say it to myself, you know, every time I'm in the bath. Mm. And changing that narrative in myself from, oh my God, I hate it, I can't look at it, to, do you know what, you're a badass mom, yeah. Look at your scar has completely changed. I feel yeah. sexier, like, for having it. If you know yeah, what I mean it, it just... I think I think going back to what are the benefits, I don't think
0: it's just physical, I think emotionally, I think mentally yeah I think um for me, I think spiritually as well and and I say that carefully because um I think we maybe don't talk about it as much, but really. When we practice self-love and when we practice self-care, what we're actually doing fundamentally is growing our inner intuition, growing the connection to source, um, really harnessing into who we are as, as beings rather than just who we are in this physical body. We're really growing who we are and grounding, we're almost like rebirthing ourselves over and over and over again every time we do it so for me the benefits are huge and I and I think that everybody men and women should be practicing it daily but embedding it into their own routine and I think maybe we share kind of our top tips or practices I mean do you have have you got any tips that
1: you would share as what you do or whether you have Um. a routine for me I think it started um with trying to be mindful about my my feelings about myself try to figure out why you know you get that voice in your head or you know try and figure out the reasons or why I thought that way about myself and then try to change that Try to yeah. you know instead of, of looking in, yeah instead of like looking in the mirror like. Oh God, you eyes look awful today. You haven't done that like you haven't done your mascara right or oh you look dreadful or you know just totally just change it and mm. be you know say something as simple as do you know what like find something you like about yourself like oh you do you know what your eyes look nice today mm. oh you've done your eyebrows good or yeah. just try to find something start off small it hasn't got to be anything massive but just pay yourself one compliment yeah I like that I mean I so I, can,
0: I sort of can relate to that except I've never had a moment where I've experienced I don't like something physically You know, and I don't mean that in a I just, I've never ever had that where I've looked in the mirror and not liked something all of my dislikes have always just been I've been numb I've never had a dislike or a like really weird I've I've just had a numbness so where I started and my top tips are like you were saying gratitude and appreciation so my gratitude journaling kick-started most things on this journey and I think as you were saying with the gratitude it flips negatives to positives yeah so my top tips would be to try and embrace and actually create a routine for self-love so and that's how I did it so I practiced gratitude in the morning and then I just whatever it was things like drinking more water you know being kinder to myself so bringing awareness so I would say the three practices are gratitude awareness and then and then choose something like drinking more water or choosing to nourish my body. And just choose one thing. But do some do practices that you embed. But I would say that the most important change is you have to prioritise it. So you can't be saying, I'll just do something else and then I'll do that. Yeah. It has to be your top priority oh, in yeah. life.
1: And I think that's it. So do you feel it links to the divine fem- feminine?:
0: Oh yes.
1: Oh, I love I love everything to do with
0: the divine feminine. And I think as well, do you know how the feminine I see the divine feminine, the feminine being all about the more softer things in life? Yeah. So nourishing, kindness, lovingness, gentleness, um, holding space, you know, motivating, empowering, but all of the softer. Yeah. Emotions, whereas I see the masculine as being more getting things done, more black and white, you know. Yeah. So for me and I and I do think that anything that is relating to the feminine has kind of been dismissed over the years as being a little bit too soft, a bit unimportant, and a little bit not very tactile. Yeah. And because of that I think it's lost its power. But for me, I think that absolutely everything stems from a place of love. And so, yeah, and I think because of that, then everything blossoms, everything grows, and life becomes abundant when it starts from a place of love, which is why oh, I think it's so Yeah, I absolutely important. love that. Totally agree. And I suppose, really, do we think there's a link to our self-esteem and speaking our truth? Have you found that since you've practised kindness, And held space for yourself. Do you think on a self-esteem level. I know physically you were saying. You look at yourself more kind of in the mirror and things. Do you think your overall self-esteem has improved? And do you think it's helped you speak your truth more?
1: Yeah, my self-esteem has definitely improved. Um, I still think that it's something I need to work on. Like, I feel like I can let the doubt creep in. From time to time, um. So it's definitely something that I'm still working on, but I, I, I definitely feel like my self esteem has definitely risen, um. But with speaking my truth, I think the more that I've held space for myself and the more self love that I, I give to myself, the more I kind of won't stand for. Crap. Yeah, Well, I I was going to say a different word beginning with S, but I was like, can can I swear? (laughs) But yeah, no, I don't stand for the crap anymore. And I am very... It it does take me like a, should I, should I, should I say that? Oh gosh, Mm -hmm. do you know what, I'm going to say it because for myself, I need to say it. Isn't that it? Well, as you were saying there,
0: you know how we say we touch upon the divine feminine and how it's a softer softer maybe nurturing yeah. nature but it empowers yeah it unblocks it empowers it gives you power so even though it's it is seen as that it's actually r- incredibly powerful and yes completely agree with everything you're saying for me it's opened up my ability to speak my truth yeah. and i, I kind of don't care so much what people think sometimes i'm not going to say all the time because i do sometimes no
1: i completely agree with that there are times where i'm still kind of like oh my gosh but i, should, I, can't, I should, yeah but, but i think it does help you speak
0: your truth and i think the main reason is because you're your own biggest support yeah. whereas before you kind of didn't have your own back it emotionally physically mentally
1: well, when you, you got, start you're investing knocking yourself, yourself down yourself. more than what anybody else ever could have. And that's the way that I was. Yeah. Like, the things that people said or the things that I thought that people were saying yeah. about me or behind my back or things like that, I was saying much worse about myself.
0: So I didn't. So this is the thing. I, I come at this from a different angle because I never spoke unkindly to myself. The only thing I did... And I was talking to Flo about this today, actually. Um, Randomly, she made a post about um, the Divine Feminine for International Women's Day. Yeah. And on there, I ended up speaking to her about it. And this is where I come from. So I got to a place where, because of my nature, I give and give and give. And for some weird reason, I was in a place where I thought it was okay that my life was just non-existent was miserable but yeah it's all right because you're all happy you know like whoever i was giving to my friends my family my children you know you know it's okay and i'm a slave to them and at what point i woke up and thought at what point did i give that little value to my own life so i never looked in the mirror and thought hated something or i never noticed I was doing something wrong and beat myself up. I just never felt anything. I never felt proud or joy or I never particularly felt sadness. I was just in this constant state of like existence where nothing really kind of fired me up anymore. So for me, the whole practice, the whole experience of embodying a greater love for myself, empowered me to be to value my own life and it didn't make me a bad mum yeah I lost the guilt so I had guilt and it makes you a better mum completely I mean like the post we made yesterday you know may we raise strong girls Yeah, may I we, think for yeah. me so my absolute attention these days has always been what message am I delivering to Charlotte? What yeah. is she looking at me? And if she looks at me and sees guilt for going to work, guilt yeah. for taking time for myself, then I'm guiding her to feel guilt when she's older. And yeah. I want her to be as equal as any man out there, you know? Absolutely. Career wise, personally wise, anything. I want her to be empowered to say, what sits well with me because there's no right or wrong no I think whatever works for you in life it, you should go with you know so I think tap in self-love taps into your inner intuition yeah and it, it grows your true self absolutely for me I definitely think and I think it also sets boundaries
1: It does, it really does. So for you, in a relationship, how does this look?
0: Oh, yeah. in a relationship, I like that question. Okay. So I have always thought that um, you kind of get it from your relationships. Your self-love comes from the other person loving you, you know, That's your self-love, until I it dawned on me that actually no. whether whether I'm in a relationship, whether I'm not in a relationship, I, you know, I suppose hold space for myself in the same way. Yeah. And I think it's important to not let that slip. So I was talking to my friend Tracy and I had said to her that actually sometimes, whether it's odd or whatever, people might have their view on it. I actually um, maybe like take myself on a date but not physically outside somewhere. But what I'll do is I'll set a day, make myself a nice meal, maybe run myself a bath, maybe give myself space to watch a film or have a nice bottle of wine or whatever it is, but almost create, put the same energy into that as I would into a relationship and doing it for someone else. And Because when I first did it, I kind of didn't put the energy in. I did it because I read it in a book., yeah. so I made a meal, and it was lovely, you know, and I watched a film, and it was really nice. But then the second time I did it, I actually invested energy, and it was the investment of the energy in that moment in time to create the, the meal, whatever it was, but to create the experience for just me, um, gave me the same like feeling as I did when I was on a date, yeah. pretty much. And I thought that was incredibly powerful because I've always been of the opinion, like, okay, you can't replace someone. You know, I don't want to be on my own. I don't want to be on my own forever. Um, but actually, I I felt great in that moment in time. And it, all those like doubts never cropped up.
1: No, I, I completely agree. I don't think that anybody really wants to be on their own forever. But how nice is it... That you can be in a place where you love you. Yeah. And being alone at the moment yeah, is, an, is absolutely fine. And yeah. then somebody will come along and you'll be able to love them better because mm. of the way you love yourself. Totally. You, and I think as well, it
0: makes <clears throat> or it encourages maybe... The way you treat yourself is how people will treat you. Yeah. And I think if you start it with a place of, <clears> this is how I hold myself, this is where I hold myself, and I accept no less. Exactly. People treat you like that. And and then and it is kind of like that manifestation thing we were talking about. It attracts the same energy. So it helped me to have better boundaries. So when I was the giver to everybody... And when I was a total empath, where I like, do everything for everyone, absorb everyone's energy, I absorbed it, every- and it's okay to be an empath if you protect yourself. And that was the missing link. Yeah, You can't be a slave for everybody and not give space for yourself. So when I started to practice that, I could still be the kind, empathic person that I am and I was, but it allowed me to make time and space and speak my truth to say my boundary is this that doesn't work for me yeah. and it wasn't nasty it's not said in a. it's just standing your ground and saying i care about myself enough
1: to say no yeah no i completely agree with that um and i think for me um you know in my relationship um considering that i've started practicing self-love You know, while in a relationship, Mm. I tried to do everything for myself, you know, like look after my kids, do the housework, do everything, have dinner ready and do absolutely everything you could possibly do. So when Darren come home, there wasn't really anything for him to do. Um, And I got to the point where, you know, that's exhausting, Mm -hmm. you know, putting that much pressure on yourself every day to have the house in this immaculate perfect way that now i kind of love myself enough to go do you know what i'm like do you know what so darren you've come home the curtains are shut the kids are still running around in the pajamas and the breakfast things are so in in the still in the bowl yeah but but that's okay we've had a great day yeah no i agree Um, and so i've learned now to take a step back from having this perfect house well and the role I think the it's role how women
0: yeah. are seen sometimes, you know, I think the whole battle between kind of equality, I think it's ingrained in us that women are seen to be the, like, the role of the mother, yeah. and I lived that exactly like you for years and, years and years and years and years and years, and, and, you know, kind of wasted my energy in some ways. I, I, I love having a nice house and clean house, and I think... You know, it's good for the mind to have yeah, a deep, cluttered space and all of that. And I'm all up for that. But I, I exactly agree with you in the sense that where's your boundary? Listen to how you feel. Yeah. And if you feel, do you know what? I know that's one step too far for me today. Yeah. I am not. I am not going to do
1: that because it doesn't sit well with me today. And then you leave it. But I've also started, you know, asking for help. Mm. you know like asking darren can can you cook tea tonight that i've asked those questions so much now that it's almost like darren can come home from work and take one look at me and go Mm -hmm. i'll do dinner tonight so the asking for help bit has disappeared that he will now you know just take the lead yeah pick up on the queue yeah just know oh okay she mm. she looks like she needs some time yeah. and so I, and, and i'll do it so i've almost set those boundaries mm. in our relationship that look yeah. i can't do all of this on my own you know and started to ask for help then it's now got to the point where he just knows And vice versa, I'm not saying that it's all on me. Mm. I know when he comes home from work that there's absolutely no way he's doing anything else today. He's dead on his feet and he needs time time. for himself. Because I think it's totally important. And I don't think it's spoken about enough. I think that it's very women forward Mm. that that women need self-love, women need self-care. But I think it's very important that men do as well yeah i completely agree with you um i think it's something that probably
0: men feel maybe more uncomfortable to say they do or even maybe embarrassed but i think fundamentally men women children need to come from that place of practicing it and i try even charlotte i try and embed that in her now yeah she she So like her go-to on a a very young age, she's five, her, I've taught her and tried to encourage her to tap into how she feels in every moment in time. So whether it's a tantrum, whatever I, I, you know, she sits there and she she now taps into how she's feeling. And then instead of just plowing on like I would have done, I would have just ignored how I actually felt and then just carried on with my duties out of some form of, like, guilt. Whereas she knows, okay, she feels this way. And now what am I going to do in that moment in time to make myself better? Whether that's a rollerball on the wrist or an inhaling some beautiful oil, or whether she goes and takes herself away, or whether she does a different activity. She's now got, like, a series of tools to hand that she knows what to do in that moment in time and I love that because I don't I learned that at the age of like 35 exactly no I completely agree with is that which so yeah. bizarre you know and it's quite sad because you know like life is for living we talk about living a life of fulfillment well the way I was living my life and I'm blessed to have had all the experiences but oh my god it wasn't a life of fulfillment I was just going through a life of guilt just a life of kind of numbness a life of it was beautiful in some respects because I I've had wonderful experiences and I've met loads of people and obviously had Charlotte and and a whole host of things that come with it and I've been really fortunate to kind of have you know an abundance but that hasn't come from a place of not putting in work to the pat- practically yeah. killing me to get to where I am so to be able to teach her tools and mechanisms to actually flow with life better so she can get to the life of fulfilment and abundance without having the negative drawbacks. Yeah. It's just incredible.
1: No, I completely agree.
0: So, I mean, our closing suggestion is going to be our top tip. So what would you say
1: is our... Um top tip from us, I would say um that if you're looking to start self love, maybe start with the thirty day self love challenge.
0: Yeah, we love that.
1: Um I definitely think it's a great
0: place to start because it gives you a set number of days, it gives you a yeah. target, it also is enough time to embed a routine, embed a practice. And it's enough time to actually see where you started and where you finished. Yeah. And the benefits of it. So, yeah, I completely agree. So, let us know if you do start the 30-day challenge. Let us know if you need any tips on what to include, where to start. We can write a challenge. We can maybe write and post a 30-day yeah, self-love challenge. Absolutely. And if anybody does start, tag us in. Let us tag see. Tag us in. Yeah, brilliant idea. And thank you so much for tuning in. And we will see you next, next time. Next week.